and welcome to episode 56 of What, Where, Why, Enemies of Bloodborne. And today we're gonna talk about the Celestial Emissary. Yes, sir. And the reason we're being extra quiet today is because we'd like to help people fall asleep. my outline. We're gonna have to wing it. What are the celestial emissaries? The little blue people. Can you hear me? I don't know. The it's microphone's really far away. Alright. Celestial emissaries are little little squishy blue people. They they just look like aliens, sort of. They have like a big head and a little like frail body and a big Bridge, you're getting a little loud there. People are falling asleep. Now what we need to do is we need to do like ASMR imposter yourself get turns you into a celestial emissary. Alright, so I'm gonna need you to lie on the gurney. Okay, I'll just fluff up the pillow for you. Alright, so you're just lying there and just preparing my surgical tools. Just preparing the bandages. Uh, tourniquet around your own. So now I'm gonna get this uh, this this mixture of blood and water that I extracted from a giant space squid. <laughs> this is truly patron-worthy content. <laughs> Just uh, open up the blood. I think I'm doing quite well considering I'm limited to things on my desk, okay? I keep wondering where do you find all this stuff? It's on my table. <laughs> I have pencils and a mug. Corvo's here. Corvo wants to say hi. Uh, so you're gonna start uh, feeling your body swelling up and the formation of an additional uh, seventh finger on one hand. Like. <laughs> If you focus, you can hear the sound of of the sea uh, in great currents within your head, and that within that you will hear the voice of the great ones. It's like I want you to visualize a beach. There's a beautiful sun in the distance, the waves are gently lapping at the shore. If you look a little to the right, there's a giant dead whale that wasn't us. <laughs> Completely unrelated. <laughs> what is this episode about? Oh, Celestial Emissaries. <laughs> I'm sorry, I held him a little too long. Oh no, and now he's ruining the carpet. No, my love's happening. Oh no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I loved you too long. I apologize. Oh no. Because <laughs> that 
The thing with Korm is that he's so sweet. He will wake you up at 5 a.m. by being all nice, like by like headbutting you. Then he will meet you in the morning. Yeah. But then during the day, he does not know you. And I picked him up, and it was okay. But I held him like a couple of seconds too long, and then he got mad, and then he tried to ruin the carpet. Richie, yes, what are celestial emissaries? Uh, they're like a little, little squishy blue person. They're humanoid in shape, but they have very, very thin limbs and a very large, squishy head that doesn't seem to have a skull. It's just like, like an octopus or something. It's just like a sack of goo. Richie, what if their head is squishy because they're a baby? Yeah. Okay. Maybe when they grown celestials. Yeah. They don't have a squishy head. Yeah, that's why babies are weak to thrusting damage. <laughs> but stronger against blunt than an adult. <laughs> okay, go on. Their torso is much bigger than their limbs. It's like kind of fat. And they have six fingers on one hand and seven fingers on the other hand. Actually, before we move on to where, what is their consistency? Uh, very, very squishy. It's interesting because, like, if you when you fight them, they're getting a little loud there, Richie. Getting a little irate. It's interesting because when when you fight them, they sort of seem a bit like they don't have uh, like a skeleton because they they're sort of very bendy, like Gumby. <laughs> but um, they do seem to have like a rib cage and like. Um, like bones in their arms and legs and stuff, but they're also very, very, very rubbery. Do they have blood? Yeah, it's it's grey. Okay. Yeah. So how do you know it's blood? Well, what would it, well, what would it be? Maybe it's just pus. Maybe they're entirely pus. That's why they're so squishy. You're supposed to pop them. You're supposed to pop the head. This is a disgusting ASMR. ASMR sin describes lancing a cyst. <laughs> Richie, actually, if you Google, do you know what? Let's go to YouTube. Oh, God. No, no, no. You think it's disgusting? You think it's bad ASMR? Popping cyst ASMR. Oh, God. Most satisfying pimple oh, popping gee, moments no, 2020. No. 87,000 views. Yeah, I don't want to know. Huge, stubborn, deep, sad, infected, uh, cyst finally blows. Two uh, million views. Uh, I think we're on the right track. Uh, no. This oh, is oh can I click this? No, oh, don't. Oh, Jesus. Watch this one. Jesus. Oh, it's so irresistible. It's looking. I clicked it. I clicked oh, it. Oh, okay, God. It's, it's like a pimple. It's average size. Oh, and they're piercing it with like a needle. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, no. They pierced it twice. Why did they... Mm. Oh gosh, oh gosh, they keep piercing it. Oh no, I regret this. Why? I'm gonna fast. It's 12 minutes long. Holy moly. Oh my god, oh my god. Oh, they keep piercing. Oh, I can't watch it. They just keep piercing it. Oh goodness, I regret it. I'm so sorry. I thought I was gonna be cool. I'm so sorry. 
Oh, Jesus, do you know when you start feeling nauseous and your mouth is salivating, preparing for My vomit? My eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. He is trampling out the vintage where the grapes are across the store. He is loose the faithful lightning from his terrible sword. His truth is marching on. Alright, oh, thank you. Okay, good. So now, where are they? Well, this is interesting because they seem to be like naturally occurring in the East Chalices. They just wander around. Lots and lots of them in big groups. Mm -hmm. um, there's also... Then there's the ones we meet outside of the East Chalice that seem to have been made by the healing church. So we see Impostia Sefka making her own celestials out of the people we send to the clinic. And we see a bunch of other celestials in Forbidden Woods. And they're a little weirder because they're not anywhere near the clinic, but um, having looked at them internally, they are called like celestial for connecting path to cathedral city which implies that like they were made to be like on the connecting path to the clinic and then moved I don't know why I think that because they rotated the wood so Reggie yeah let me ask you have the celestials always exist in nature and the healing church imitated them that's or? that's the interesting question because like because Bloodborne does this thing with like convergent evolution where people will start from different places in different experiments, but they're always like, they're sort of like a certain form that they're working toward. Mm -hmm. So like if you mess with um, trying to like ascend, you sort of inevitably end up with something like a celestial. Unless it's that they found them in East and they're trying to imitate what happened to the people in East, which is possible. But I look at like the living failures and they look like kind of a, in between a human and a celestial. You can see that they're sort of on the way. They have like the large heads. They have the, the they're able to tap into the arcane and stuff. You can see that the, the patients in the clock tower are also kind of on the way to being celestials in the sense that they're where we find celestials later in, in history and they they have the big heads and they have the same arcane attacks and everything, so And we know that they weren't they weren't trying to make celestials in the research hall, they were just trying to contact the great ones, so it's not clear if like you inevitably move toward that or maybe they they reasoned that Celestials were in contact with the Great Ones, so they should try to, like, imitate them in some way. There are Celestials I didn't mention, which are the ones in um, Bloom and Flower Gardens. Mm -hmm. mm. And the one in Bloom and Flower Gardens, one of them is very big. It's true. Yeah. Could you elaborate on that? It's very big. Why though? I don't know. Well, I mean, I think I think we do know why, which is that they needed a boss, so they just got a regular enemy and made it very big. Oh, 
and you you said something about they have a special attack, but everybody kills them too fast. Yeah, um, the big celestial emissary. If you leave it for long enough, I don't know what the exact trigger is. I think it has to not see you, which is hard to do in the gardens. I think you have to like hide behind a pillar for ages. So it does like a praying motion, and then this kind of cosmic light comes down on it, and that gives all the other celestials more hit points. Mm-hmm. Mm. Thank you. So I don't know where I put my enemies of Bloodborne outline, yeah. but I did find the enemies of Demon Souls outline. Right. The <laughs> interrogative outline. Remember? Yeah. Uh, so I'm just gonna go with that. There's a couple of questions in the what section that we haven't addressed. Yeah. What do they eat? Um, maybe they eat lumen flowers. Mm-hmm. Do they eat slugs? They seem to live under the lumen flowers, so maybe they they eat lumen flowers and like they they kind of are a slug. But slugs also eat lumen flowers, so what if they're just using the lumen flowers to attract the slugs so they can eat them? Maybe, maybe. I'm just prejudiced, because in my head, like, all higher beings are vegetarian. Thank you, Reggie. Slugs IRL, what do they eat? Well, slugs, slugs eat, um plants but like there's also slugs that eat other slugs <gasps> what that's cannibalism yeah my my slugs are laying eggs at the moment are they gonna eat their eggs they do it does happen what because the the little when the, the eggs hatch like the baby slugs eat the leftover egg like after they've okay. hatched out of it but then okay. if there's some eggs that haven't hatched yet the slugs don't differentiate and they just eat those so baby slugs eat their siblings? Yeah. How are you so calm about this? Have you fucking seen how many of those things they lay? Like if they didn't. <laughs> there was okay, oh. this is this how fucking this is how fast slugs break. There yeah. was one slug in that terrarium um like a month ago, and there's now like twelve. And they're all laying eggs. Rich, I have to confess something to you. Yeah, yeah. So, a month ago, you sent me a picture of a plant. Mm. And you said something about eggs. Yeah. But the plant had red spots on them. Yeah, yeah. So, in my head, I thought I was supposed to find real eggs on the picture. And you kept saying, no, no, it's because of the eggs, it's because of the eggs or something. And I thought, oh, maybe the red or pink spots on the plant are because Richie put some eggs in the plant. Now I understand our misunderstanding. I thought you were trying to impress me that you mixed eggs into soil and now you made a special no. plant. No, no, I did not intend for there to be slugs in this thing. But, but I didn't I even see the slugs, I was looking for eggs. It was climbing the plant, it was eating. I think there probably was like one or two eggs in the soil. There were no eggs, though. It wasn't off the soil, it was of the plant. It's quite tall. 
it goes out. It, the plant, that plant is is so tall. It's like taller than the actual terrarium. It pokes out the top. Why were you sending me a picture of something I wouldn't see? And you knew I would think eggs, like actual <laughs> edible eggs, not slug eggs. I didn't think that. I didn't. You think were that. trying to trick. Me. I was not trying to trick you. I wasn't trying to keep them, but I noticed that a slug was climbing the plant, and I took a photo of it. I thought I'll also send it to my friend Sin. I wouldn't go that far. Don't call me a friend. You sent me a picture, said there's an egg in it. There was no egg. I don't think friends do that to each other. I was searching for that egg, and I was very confused. And I made a story in my head how you planted an egg, and this plant grew, and that's why it has pink patches on it, and I feel silly now. Friends don't do that to each other. Friends don't make friends feel silly like that. I think you should apologize. I don't think I made you feel silly. I think that's entirely down to you. <laughs> that you constructed this bizarre story. This bizarre chain of events. Thank you, Richie. What are their hobbies slash pastimes? Uh, living under lumen flowers. <gasps> under the lumen flower. Under the lumen flower. Take it away, Richie. I slept for three hours. I can't rhyme. Under the lemon flower. Under the lemon flower. You know, there's already a C in one one. You could have done under the C for that. So, Richie, when I said maybe the Celestials eat slugs, you got a little superior there, and you were like, you're vegetarian. And then you informed me that slugs actually eat slugs. Yeah, they do. And you gave me attitude. Yeah. Friends don't do that to each other. <laughs> this is what three years of podcasting does. <laughs> this is what it was like just before John Tron left Game Grumps. <laughs> what? Is this, are you making me do the what thing again? Like, what base? <laughs> Thank you, Richie. Now let's move to the why section. <laughs> What's happening? I'm just imagining if this was real and we started doing like really passive aggressive, like, Bloodborne videos. <laughs> It's like, what is this? Well, Celestial is a, is a kin-type enemy in Bloodborne. I don't think it is. <laughs> <laughs> Am I just recording our audio track separately? <laughs> Getting your boyfriend to edit them because we're not talking anymore? <laughs> they would still match up, though, because we're connected at the soul. Yeah, we are. We can't even pretend to be fighting. <laughs> We can't even pretend for comic effect that we're having an argument because we're clearly like. I think if we've survived 56 preceding episodes of What Where Why, there's, we're never ever going to stop at this point. Oh. Uh, the no. true hunter's nightmare. The, the couple that podcasts together stays together. Aww. So now to the why category. Okay. We need to classify them into a category. Oh no, the categories are humans, humans who are soul-starved, things that are mutated by demon souls, and things that were welled up by the ether. 
I think it's something that was mutated by a demon soul, but will just replace demon soul with old blood. Unless they already existed in the dungeons. Do you think that they were always like that, though? Or do you think they were made from people? Well, even if they were made from people, eventually those people have babies, and those babies are little celestial babies. And but isn't one of the core plot points of Bloodborne that they can't have children? Richie, friends don't do that to each other. <laughs> Can you just smile and nod? <laughs> Good point, Sid. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're so smart. Oh, thank you. I wish thank I was you. as smart as you. Well, when you're my age. <laughs> All right. Oh. What's their purpose or mission? This is interesting because the ones in the clinic, they only attack you if you like get in their face. Hmm. They're, they're kind of interesting because they sort of remember a bit from when they were a person so like the um the ariana one will wait by a window because that's what she used to do the old woman one will hang out near a medicine cabinet because she would go and get sedatives and stuff like that like the yosefka one hangs out where yosefka hung out so you you get the impression that like oh okay so, like, the Celestials in the Luminflower Gardens, they're, like, underneath the plants. And if you look at the, the research hall patients, they're, like, hunched over the plants, sort of, like, reaching into them, and the living failures, when you meet them, they rise up out of the plants. So it's, like, they probably just remember that, and they're, like, in touch with the moon or something through the plants. They don't necessarily remember who they were, but they... They have like a sort of sense that they should be doing something. Um, it's, it's also interesting that they don't seem to be very intelligent. There's something that's the whole point is like I'm in touch with the cosmos and I have a giant head. That they they basically act like they don't do anything. They just sort of wander around. It's because it's all pus, Rich. You gotta pop that head. Oh, don't. Friends don't do that. That was uh, Whatever Sin Leaves In from What Were Why, episode 56. Don't know what's going to remain in from this. It was supposed to be ASMR. Then it was like a weird parody thing. And then Sin insisted on talking about pus. And then we had a pretend argument. Thank you, Richie. Thank you, Sin. And thanks, everyone, for listening. See you all next time. Bye.